Hey everyone, my name is Erin, and this is Leading Like Her, a podcast that takes my experiences and the experiences of other amazing leaders and help us all take our leadership game to the next level. Think of me as your business bestie, guiding us both through the ups and downs of managing people and developing into the strong female leaders I know we can be. You probably know what you should do, but don't always know how to make it happen. I'm here to help us take that next step together. I'm not competing against you. I'm rooting for us. So let's get started. All right. Happy Monday, everyone. I hope that once again, your weekend was everything that you wanted it to be. And that this Monday you started happy and content and just ready to take on the week. I've decided that my Monday episodes are going to be solo episodes, and they're going to be a bit of a mix between job skills and story time type confidence building type skills, right? And I want to start Mondays off on the right foot, or really whatever day you listen to this episode or this podcast on the right foot. And so I'm going to open with a quote from either a book that I'm reading or someone that I find inspirational. And I hope that you can take that with you and use it the way that you need it today. And so the quote that I'm going to read today is from a book called The Thin Line Between Cupcake and Bitch. (laughs) It's called The Thin Line Between Cupcake and Bitch. It's by a woman named Joni Wickham. She is the former chief of staff to the mayor of Kansas City. And I've been reading her book because she's agreed to come on my podcast, you guys. she I cold emailed her on LinkedIn. I do not know her. I have no connection to her. I shot her an email last week just saying, hey, I loved your book. I would love to talk to you about it. And she agreed to come on the show. So stay tuned for that. Um, Probably in another four weeks or so. But she tells this story in her book about a senator that she interned for and how she busted her ass for him trying to get noticed. And he gave her some advice. And this is his advice. You can be bitter and pissed at the world because of people underestimating you, or you can figure out how to use it to your advantage. It is 100% up to you. Like, wow. You can be bitter and pissed at the world because people underestimate you, or you can figure out how to use it to your advantage. It is 100% up to you. That is very sound advice. Um, Spoiler alert, she was really frustrated by that advice for a while, and I can 100% see that. But it is very true. People are going to underestimate you. It is guaranteed um, for a whole lot of reasons. But it is up to you how you handle that. And I have a story for you today. It's a true story. I want to share it with you because I think... It's going to resonate with a lot of people. I want to make it clear that this story did not happen at my current workplace. (laughs) It happened years and years ago. 
And so anybody that's listening that I work with, please know that this is nobody (laughs) within the current organization. Uh, This happened a long, long time ago. But there is a moral to the story, and I learned a lot of lessons from it. I was a young supervisor working um, in the Seattle area and was really, again, trying to grow my career, learn as much as I could, and really try to make an impact for the, the organization that I was working for. And there was a promotion that I had applied for a few times that I kept not getting. And the feedback that I kept getting wasn't really useful. And at the time, I was just kind of, oh, okay, you know, well, thank you for the opportunity, right? And was frustrated, but didn't really know how to get myself noticed. But I knew I could do it. I knew I could do the job. I knew that I was being underestimated. And there was... There was nothing that in my mind that I could do about it. And I went on vacation, had a wonderful vacation, and I came back and I learned that the position that I had applied for previously was open again. The person that was in that position had given his notice and it was open again. And I got called down into my manager's office and he sat me down and he said, look, We want to offer you this position, but, you know, you're kind of my last resort. You're kind of my last resort. Who says that (laughs) to uh, anyone? Pro tip, don't ever say that if you're promoting someone. And I was really offended. I was excited. I I had so many mixed emotions. I was excited. I was being offered the position that I wanted, but I wasn't being offered the position that I wanted because he had faith in me. He just needed to fill the position quickly. And I had the skill set on paper, but maybe just didn't have his confidence that I could do it. And I remember being so frustrated and so angry that he took my excitement away. He took that joy away from me by telling me that he, I was his last resort for that role. And I don't think there was any reverse psychology going on. I don't think he told me that so that I would work harder or anything like that. But that's kind of what happened, right? I wanted to prove that fucker wrong. <laughs> and... I leaned into it and, you know, learned as much as I could, you know, got the team around me. Um, I had been working with that team for a while. And so I got up and I freaking did it. Right. And I remember going into the general manager's office a few months later and him being like, wow, you're actually doing a really good job at this in a really surprised tone. And I remember asking him, like, did you, what made you think I couldn't? Right? Like, what, what about me made you think that I couldn't do it? And I, again, I don't think I got a good answer. And I think 
as women, we just accept sometimes that we're not going to get a good answer. And what I should have done is I really should have pushed those individuals to articulate what about me I needed to work on in order to instill that confidence in them. And I really took a lot away from that conversation and that experience into my future roles, especially when I'm looking at somebody that I'm looking to promote and looking at what what can I do to make sure they are ready for that next position? They may not be ready right now. There may be things that a candidate needs to work on that they need to work on in the current position they're in before they get promoted. And there's things that they can work on if they are promoted. And I think it's really important to have those crucial conversations with your employees and give the right amount of feedback so that way everybody can grow together. And those kinds of conversations stick with you, right? That was a very negative experience that I had with that person. That experience made me not want to work for that person. And, you know, there is a saying that people don't leave their jobs, they leave their managers. And there is some truth to that. You know, what what would make me want to work for that person, right? If he doesn't have the confidence that I can do it, then I don't really have a lot of confidence that he's going to help me succeed, right? And so what I did is I took as much experience and as much, as many skills as I could from that role, because I did take the promotion. I took the promotion and I handled my shit. We got it together. I did a great job in that role and I got what I could out of that role. And then I left the company because I wanted to go somewhere where I would be appreciated and that people felt confident in my leadership. And I wasn't going to stay working for somebody that did it. And so I tell you that story because of a few things. One, I want to share some points with you as far as what you should do if you want to be promoted. If you are currently looking at a job description internally, externally, whatever, there's a few things that I should have done and I think you should do to kind of get yourself noticed. And the first one is to show off, make some noise, right? If you've completed a project recently, schedule a meeting with your superiors, put a quick PowerPoint together and show them how you've contributed to the goals of the company, how you've gained some more customers for the company, right? Whatever it is, make sure that you aren't hiding or downplaying your successes because that's not going to get you anywhere. People need to realize your value and your value comes in what you do. So brag, do not be humble, right? Brag about what you're doing. Be proud of what you're doing and make sure people know about it. Secondly, make sure you're taking a little initiative. Even the smallest tasks can add up. And if you're seen as reliable and the person that just gets it done, that's going to go a long way when they're looking for their next leader. 
And finally, you need to advocate for yourself. And this is something I even struggle with to this day, right? You need to show interest in being promoted and you need to apply often, right? If you're not getting that dream job, make them, the hiring managers, tell you why and make sure that they articulate good reasons because they may have good reasons, but you can't fix what you don't know about, right? So hold them accountable. Make sure that you're not getting some bullshit answer that won't help you the next time that that job comes around. So if you're looking for a promotion today, if you're looking for that your next dream, do- gene, oh my God, dream job, then make sure you're showing off, taking some initiative and advocating for yourself. Because I know you've got this. I know you have what it takes to get where you want to go. Sometimes we just need that little push. And to make sure that the folks that you are going to be working for have your back and have confidence in you. Do not go work for somebody that thinks that you're a last resort. That's not fair to you. And quite frankly, it's not fair to them. They should have somebody working for them that they have confidence in. If that person isn't you, there are plenty of other places that would love to have your talent. So I hope that while that story may not have been positive, the lessons that I learned and the lessons that we can all take away from that really are taken in a positive way. So you can be bitter and pissed at the world because of people underestimating you, or you can figure out how to use it to your advantage. It is 100% up to you. So what are you going to do today, girl? Let me know. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for tuning in to Leading Like Her. If you liked this episode, leave me a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Or better yet, share this podcast with another amazing woman in your life and tag me in an Instagram story or drop a DM to at Leading Like Her so I can personally thank you or ask any questions you may have had on today's content. Remember, you've got this girl. I'll talk to you soon.